for me. Looks like you better find yourself a new activity. In case you're wondering why she's ditching you and digging me, I got mad finger skills. I don't mean calligraphy. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the WAT podcast. I have invited you again because Amma isn't here. That's the only time you ever invite me. That's literally it. When I when Amoy leaves, it's like you're the fill-in. I'm the backup. Yeah. The... Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I miss him. I really wish you weren't here. Anyways, you'll be back soon. Get over yourself. No, I. There's something about us doing a podcast that's that's nice. You know, I I don't like having someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Amoy, this this is a thing to cut your holiday short and come back. Um. Man, sorry, I need to catch my breath. Driving here is now like a pain. Because why does no one use their indicators? So it was really funny. I was coming out of my house, right? And on Masari Hill, there's that intersection. Okay, I hate that intersection. Yeah. It's actually the worst. It's, it's, it's a horrible, horrible intersection. And this fifth is coming, right? And it's going full speed. So I assume it's going straight. Are you sure that wasn't you? No, it was another one. Because it was coming down the hill. And I was like trying to cross the... The hill thing. Okay. Yeah. So I assume it's going straight. And then randomly it like takes a, sh- like hits the brake sharply and then t- starts to turn while like I'm trying to leave because I assumed it was going straight, right? So it got past. And I like come out and it's trying to turn. So now we're at a crossroads. I was like, just use your indicator so I can see that you're trying to turn. I mean, that sounds like you kind of made like a last minute like decision to turn. So I guess in that case you might forget. Or just not have... I don't know. Okay, I don't know why I'm defending him. Yeah. Sorry. It's still, it's still like... still need the indicator. I, I make decisions like that, but I still remove the indicator and then make it. You remove your indicator. I turn on the indicator and then... Yeah, no, it's honestly really annoying. My mom never turns it on either. Yeah. Like, just turn on your damn side light. It's okay. Yeah, even like when overtaking, people don't remove their indicators. They can't... <laughs> like, turn on their indicator. Okay, let's, let's just allow it. Okay. So they don't turn on their indicator and then you have to, sometimes they just start speeding past you and you don't even realize they're trying to overtake because they don't indicate that they're trying to overtake. And it's just a mess. And Wait, you mean the person behind you? Yeah. You want the person behind you to indicate? Yeah. Because it's more obvious if they put on a light, not if they're literally right (laughs) beside you. Yeah. But you see the thing is, you you see the thing is, like, if there's a car in front of me, right? Yeah. Everyone's trying to overtake it and so am I. Okay. So if it removes its indicator... Yeah, no, but okay, you see, like, all of you are trying, so if all of you turn it on, like, it's just the first person, like, one person just has to take the leap and, like, go first. And it's probably not going to be you, because, like, you know, you're the one who's right behind, so it's probably going to be people behind you, and then you get to go, you're probably not going to be... Like, I feel like more often than not, it's usually, like, people behind you that go first, because you're too close to that car to actually, like, go out and, like, overtake no, but you have to keep, like, that's how you overtake. You keep the distance. And usually you are, I feel like you're the first car because you have the least distance to cover. So you have the best yeah. chance of overtaking. Which is fair. But, like, still, when there's, like, a, a long line, like, if you haven't had a chance to, like, overtake. Because I know I've had that before, like, a few times. Like, if you're too close to the car in front of you, then you don't have space to start overtaking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you need enough space to be able to turn out okay. and then go around. But, like, that's what I mean, that you leave the but, space when you're trying to overtake. So you do have, like... Yeah, I know, but, like... Like, it overtaking depends. is a decision. Yeah, that I know, make. that's fine. But, like, it depends. Because sometimes you might end up too close already. Like, if there's other cars, like, if there's oncoming traffic and you don't 
have time to overtake like you get to a point where you end up becoming too like you get too close to this other car and then cars behind you will start overtaking yeah. but also i feel like the car literally being in the other lane and you seeing it in like your rear view mirror is indication enough that they're overtaking yeah fair enough i don't think the indicator is entirely ne- i feel like it's more necessary for the person behind them because if like the person behind them is also trying to overtake it makes sense to indicate that you are so you don't both end up like trying and then like fucking things up but wouldn't like, that... you're the one in front so like would you really be paying attention to the indicator of the car behind you yeah really yeah because like i know that as soon as there's going to be a clearing it's going to come out instantly and so i give yeah. it a space and i wait for it to pause yeah but i wouldn't be looking like i never look at the indicator i look at the car like the f- the actual car anything that's behind me i'm looking at the car not yeah. the lights okay. so from my experience when a car <laughs> <laughs> no that's stupid no i no no that's stupid no just shut up it's fine it works no that's that no that's dumb that's dumb that's exactly how it works no okay the other the other part was fine and i get it like a lot of people don't put on their side light and it's really really pissing off but like this makes absolutely no sense i'm sorry okay i guess it's just the opinion of a really bad driver and a really oh! good one i Bro. pointed to sohani as a bad driver um also motorbikes are just a pain yeah yeah no they really are i feel like they own the like yeah. they think they own the road and it's really really annoying yeah but ugh. first it used to be matatas and you know you used to be like yeah. oh but, but now really? motorbikes matatas are still like that though yeah but like i feel like motorbikes are now a bigger problem than yeah. matatas so people have forgotten yeah you know? yeah no they are they are a bigger nuisance like when when matatas were the only ones that were like matatas are the worst but now people are okay with matatas because goddamn motorbikes are the worst like if you're in traffic and you pause like you stop for five seconds it's the road they will try and overtake you and hold and do whatever they want i don't get it though like aren't they afraid for their lives like this happens in toronto as well but with like actual cyclists like not motorbikes i don't understand how they have so much confidence on the road like you realize you're on a bike and i'm in a car like if anyone's gonna die here it's you not me even yesterday uh, when i was coming back from nagata right So I don't know if you know there is a road from Bonn school that takes you on to the highway. Okay, uh, there there's a road. Yeah. And there was a long line of traffic. Okay. And there were motorbikes one by one driving on like the opposite side of the road trying to beat the traffic. <laughs> and I feel like they have the confidence to do it because it's yeah. a motorbike they can just squeeze in. Yeah. But then there were two of them who were driving without a light. So I couldn't even see them. That's pretty scary. Yeah. And, this is at night. Yeah, at night. Oh shit, that's yeah. scary. And the worst thing is the road wasn't lit. So Yeah. the like every headlight was in my eye yeah so there were all these factors and then there's just motorbikes being dickheads and just <laughs> driving through and yeah. i don't know man it, it, they're just a real pain in the ass yeah, yeah. they are but yeah i've had a struggle i i hit um a guy on a motorbike once with like my side view mirror yeah like i hit him on the hand like on his shoulder or whatever on his arm My mom hit someone yesterday. Well, she didn't hit someone. She was in part in like traffic, right? Yeah. And the motorbike just came, hit oh, the side mirror and left. And just left. <laughs> just left. Yeah. Yeah. There there are pain in the ass. Yeah. Speaking of, I should get a motorbike. I feel like I would like to I be... think that silence was very telling. Yeah, that's true. But I want to be part of the the to be a annoying Buddha yeah. Buddha guy. And then you know I can own the road. I can do whatever I want. 
and almost die in the process. Yeah, but I still get to do whatever I want. I get to die on my technically. Actually, I mean, no, te- I could someone I could kill me. Someone yeah, could run I me over and kill me. So next topic <laughs> is I don't remember what the next topic was. Um, we decided a list of topics. I don't remember them. What were we gonna talk about? Oh, we we're gonna talk about Lion King. Yeah. You haven't watched that. I, I have. Yeah. But how yeah. was it? Uh it was. I was not impressed. Oh. It it was okay. I mean, the story was the same. So if you liked the animated one, then you probably liked this. Like, I mean, this. Yeah, the story was the same, but it felt like it was trying way too hard to be the same. Mm-hmm. And like. There were really subtle changes in, like, the dialogues in some places. But, like, I don't know. It just didn't have the same effect that the animated one did. Because, like, okay, sure, when there's, like, the stampede and everything, you still get sad and you still cry. And it's still all really, like, sad and upsetting. But, like, I don't know. It just didn't have the same, like, feel as the animated one. Yeah. And, like, given that the story was exactly the same, like, if you're going to watch Lion King, I would... Say just watch the animated one if you really want to watch it, because I was really quite unimpressed. Yeah, I I didn't go watch it, but I remember Amoy was telling me that yeah. the CGI was yeah it very wasn't wonky, great yeah. yeah it wasn't great and even generally like okay so I get that there's like this thing with live action movies right now and the first one that I watched was Jungle Book and the reason I really really liked that was because there was actually like one person just surrounded by like animals and everything else so wow excuse me but yeah so this like kid was the only person acting in the entire movie like it was basically a giant monologue i mean okay sure there were other voices and stuff but he was pretty much acting on his own like there was no one else around him except like just the voices and i think that's really amazing for an actor to be able to act like that on their own and the like emotion and like, you know, you, you don't have that ability to react to the person in front of you if there's no one there. So I think that's something that really impressed me about Jungle Book, that this kid was on his own and he was like, he did really, really well. And like the CGI and everything in that was really good. But I don't think the whole live action thing works with every movie. But it's how they're going to make it's how Disney is planning to make money for from now on. Yeah. They've run out of original ideas. It's just Yeah, I was just going to say that like it's also getting a little bit annoying that all they're doing now is just remaking old yeah. movies. Like, okay, Lion King is iconic like for almost all like people at least our age and a little bit older than us and stuff. Like almost everyone if not everyone has watched Lion King and loved it. So like I I get using the same story and knowing it's already a winner, like, sure, but, yeah, I'm not sure I'm for this whole remaking old yeah. movies, like, it's like rediscovering the same idea, so it's not really creative, like, I just read that they're going to redo Home Alone, and I think yeah. Vishnu or someone told us as well that they're going to redo Home Alone, and I'm not for that, like, I don't want, I don't want a new one, I, I want to keep watching the old one that's already really good, I don't, yeah, but I mean, it's working for them because Lion King made a billion, Aladdin yeah. made a billion, Dumbo is, I think one of the few ones that tanked really badly, <laughs> and no one went to watch it. And I mean, all of them are filled with like yeah. really really good actors. Yeah, but you see, that's that's what I mean. Like, they already know that a movie like Lion King or Dumbo or something like you already have 
so much emotion and like so much love for a movie like that for the story for everything like that's probably why i went to watch lion king as well because you you like lion king the animated movie was such a big part of my childhood and i've watched it so many times and cried every time and like had the exact same like emotions every single time so you still have that kind of like soft spot for a movie like that so you're you're gonna go and watch it but I don't know it just it just didn't feel the same and like a lot of the things that they were able to get in the end like a real lion is just not gonna have the same like expression as the animated one because like you know you can make an mm. animated character do anything really and I don't know it just even those things like just the expressions on their faces and stuff like just fell a little flat for me yeah. so I guess I don't know maybe like Mulan or something might do a little bit better because it's actual people so maybe that might yeah work but I don't because I didn't watch Aladdin so I can't really say that like whether it works or not but I don't know I'm not I mean I feel like the biggest um thing for Aladdin was that they released the trailer um Will Smith was hated on like the genie and then yeah. they reworked it and then apparently it was really good like hmm. it was pretty decent it was worth the watch but I guess you could say that about Lion King that it's it's okay, uh, like, if you were in the cinema one time and watch it, it's fine. Sure, but I still wouldn't say it's, like, worth the watch. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. Okay. And I definitely would not recommend it to anyone. So you're a Lion King hater. You hate our childhood. That's what it is. You heard it here first. You're a childhood hater. Ah. So, speaking of Lion King, I went to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And it was Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I really want to watch it. And... I'm not a fan of the Fast and Furious movies, yeah. but I do really like The Rock's character, and I love Jason Statham. And that was a fun movie. I did not expect it to be a fun movie, but it was fun. Obviously, it has ridiculous action sequences, which sometimes you're just like, that's just, just fucking stupid, but it, it works. Yeah. You know, like, something that's so outrageously dumb, but it works. It's like um, Doom. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, how Doom is just... It's just so stupid. Like, yeah. there's so many things that are really... Just make no yeah. sense, but it's just kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Also, Jason Statham and The Rock have incredible chemistry together. They work so well off each other in that movie, yeah. and it's like a buddy cop movie. Yeah. And it's really hilarious. Like, it's, yeah, I would say it's a comedy, like, you know, buddy cop movie that's that cool. they released. But that's nice. I guess, like, compared to Fast and the Furious, this is yeah. more, like, comedic, like, satire. So, yeah. like, that kind of satire works with comedy, yeah. but when they do it in, like, the regular Fast and Furious, like, it's super action-filled and it's really dramatic and then in that when they over-exaggerate like all of the action sequences and like drive through buildings and stuff that's where it's like okay I don't know what you watch it's because they're family it's family <laughs> yeah. yeah but like it works better with a comedy movie I guess yeah. like those kind of things definitely would work better with yeah. it was definitely and Vanessa Kirby was incredible as well oh my god yeah all three of them every actor I, I did not like Idris Elba in this I felt like it was very mm-hmm. one-tour and he was just constantly saying the same thing again and again. Like, he had this evil motivation, which is just a current theme right now. Like, if you watch Okay, don't it, spoil. Yeah, I'm not. But, like, if you watch it, you'll be like, yeah, we get it. Okay. This is, yeah, we get it. This is a problem. But, yeah. yeah. And he's just always repeating the same thing again and again and again and again and again. He said it, like, a thousand times in the movie. And I was like, say something different. There was I mean, only one scene where they're being tortured. I wouldn't... Yeah, yeah, and that was the only scene I felt like Idris Elba was like all right, but otherwise. But I guess that was the character, right? 
like I, I get how villains can be better developed and like played better or whatever, written better, but I don't know. I guess like sometimes it makes a little bit of sense for them to be kind of not necessarily like monotone, but to say the same thing because like you're so into I don't know achieving what you want that you kind of keep saying the same thing. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Mm-hmm. No, I guess that I really didn't work. think that was it. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I think it was just repetitive. Yeah. Like, fair enough. Yeah, like there. I feel like there are movies now. Well, we're very limited because I can't say what the motivation was, but there are movies where they've done the same thing, but it works because they flush on that, you know, agenda that they have. Yeah. They don't really do that here. They, yeah, they, they don't really do that. So, which is all bad and it doesn't really work. But he is Black Superman in this movie. And it's incredible. <laughs> it's cool. It's really incredible. Yeah. And I mean, it's Idris Elba. Yeah. No, and he even says it. What? He says I'm Black Superman. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Black Superman. Yeah. And and yeah, there's a funny joke there. Um there's also a very nice Easter egg of Jason Statham and the Italian job. If you manage to point it out. Yeah, nice, well done. Mm. The Italian job was a remake of the movie called the The Italian Job. Which it was like and then people are like now theorizing that it's a tie into the Fast and Furious universe. Oh, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. It's really funny because it's like a prequel. Yeah. So basically, there was like an original, like you know, Michael Caine, right? Yeah. That, like there was a heist movie called The Italian Job. Yeah. Then it was remade yeah. with like Charlie Theron and Jason yeah, Statham yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone, and it like entirely happens in Mini Coopers, by the way. Yeah, and I know. Came, like, I've I've seen it. Oh yeah, and it, yeah, and it, I I found out about it, about it yesterday, like something about it, which was. When it came out at the same time as Fast and Furious, but it was better than Fast and Furious because Fast and Furious didn't use any real cars. And they didn't use a single real car while the Italian job got Mini Coopers. Actual Mini Coopers, yeah. And they did the whole thing in the subway. Like, you're not allowed fuel, you know, fuel vehicles. So they created an electric car to do that entire scene. <laughs> and I was oh, like, oh, shit, wow. that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, because I was like, when I found out about, like, how they're trying to tie it in, yeah. I tried to watch a video about it. And I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. That is pretty So impressive. Jason Statham has a Mini Cooper, spoilers. I, I mean whatever it, it, it's not really something big but he has a mini cooper and then he like goes and he's like oh that's from when i did a job in italy <laughs> so, oh that's cool yeah so he has a mini cooper and he's like what's from when i did a job in italy like a few years back so everyone's oh. like oh it's in the same universe but mm. the thing is the they, they in the italian job they didn't do it in italy they did it in los angeles so it's not really an italian job <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but it was like a and more obvious like something yeah. people would get. Yeah, someone yeah. went to, like one of the per- people in the video went on like a two minute rant about how if he had said the Los Angeles job, no one no one would have gotten it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like no one would have actually understood what he was trying to reference. Yeah. But it was it was, but yeah, Hobbs and Shaw is a really fun watch, and I feel yeah. like if you go to the theater, it's even better because of the action. Yeah, because of the action right? sequences, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, tell us about Wild and Out. 
because oh, apparently okay. it's been keeping you up all night. It has been keeping me up all nice. night. So, um, I don't know if people know about it, but there is a show called Wild Not by Nick Cannon and it's on MTV. It's been on MTV for, I think, at least like 13 years. I'm pretty sure they're on like thir season 13 now. And it's this really funny show where they have like rap battles and play different games and um, they have a guest star every week. I mean, I don't know if it's every week or like every, ep whatever, every episode. And yeah, so it's like just random, like different celebrities, rappers, singers, anyone. And yeah, they play different games and they're actually really, really, really super funny. So yeah, I mean, it's been uh -huh. keeping me up all night. So yeah. I would highly recommend it to anyone. I don't, I don't really even think you need to, okay, I guess it would, if you like hate rap, then it's, probably not for you but, but i feel like yeah. it's still really funny, funny like yeah. i feel like it's a pretty good show for anyone 50,000 for the ring that's how i get my bling on speak on it make some noise if y'all want to hear nick new song <laughs> i think he's making practice because you just hit him so wrong hold on hold on hold on hey yo nick that's how you know you at your wife about to play with old balls and they hear you rap Ooh. they say once you go black you never go back Damn, I know that made Mariah laugh. Okay. You want, you want to talk about my ex? Let's make one thing clear. Your ex ain't even old enough to get up in here. My favorite on that show, I don't really know what his name is because I watched the best of. Yeah. But I feel I'll put the guy in there. I think I know who you're yeah, talking I, about. Yeah, I feel like you do as well. Your word is perpetuate. Perpetuate. Uh, I don't even know what that means. But still, I go hard for the team. E-Man Hudson, I'm all about the cream. None of that has anything to do with perpetuate. I find it really funny. And yeah. it is an incredible show. It's really funny. And yeah, there's like regulars, people who have been there from the beginning and are there every week and so the the general thing is I think they like split up into two teams and it's usually like Nick Cannon and his team on one side and then the guest stars on one side mm -hmm. and then they battle like through these different games where they like they play different rap games and then at the end they have like this whole wild style thing where they basically like roast each other and man sometimes they really read each other to filth it's so funny it's actually hilarious like and it's really, really creative. Like the rhymes and stuff that they come up with, they're they're really creative and they're really funny. So yeah, I feel like even if you you're not a big fan of rap, it's still pretty good watch and it's pretty good pastime. Mm. So yeah, I would highly recommend it. I'll put the links to some episodes and yeah. some like you know best of yeah. clips that I really enjoyed, and you can check it out. And if it's yeah. for you, and maybe if I put like a really good clip, they'll be interest like instantly interested and they'll go watch it. Mm -hmm. And then Nick Cannon has to send me like a fee for however many yeah. like, for the ten subscribers he gets, yeah. he's going to have to send me a fee. Yeah, you don't even have to watch it on MTV. Like, there's a lot of videos on Facebook. There's a lot on YouTube, YouTube. and yeah, they're they're really good. They're really good pastime. They yeah. have really been keeping me up. It's really quick. Like, it's really easy to get through them because they're so funny and like 
I don't know, time just flies as you're watching them. Because yeah. they're like short, like seven minute videos. Yeah, because they're just like See? parts of mm-hmm. the episode or they only focus on like one game and show all like things of that game. Like, oh. Yeah, and then it, it ended up going really fast. I remember I went through one night, I was just going through them. And you're like, it's just another six minute video. Yeah. It's just another this. And then you've ended up going through like 10. And exactly, it's been yeah. Been like, yeah, that happened. That's happened to me so many times. Because sometimes like you're watching and you watch like three minute videos and then suddenly there's one that's like 15 minutes, but mm. you still watch it anyway. And it ends up being like three hours. But yeah, it's really cool. Like, I don't know how much of it is actually on the spot. Obviously, they probably yeah. prepare beforehand and stuff, but like, I, you can kind of tell sometimes when it's prepared and when it's improv and a lot of I don't know it, it's still just really fun even if it's kind of prepared like all of their games are really creative they're just yeah. pretty cool how much money do you want to bet that if Barth listens to this episode he's going to like message us and be like I knew about it for like two years ago I'm like oh he's biggest... not even going to say two years he's going to say you met it from like the beginning, beginning. Uh, yeah. you guys just discovered it yeah. Yeah, I was there like, like well, 13 years ago when exactly. it started. And well, like, you should have started your own podcast and talked about it then. Bart. I have watched it like, a th- I've watched every single episode like five times. Yeah, yeah screw you, Bart. I mean, yeah, I've known about it for a while yeah. and I've watched like a few things, but recently, like I kind of rediscovered it. Like I'd forgotten about it in between and I didn't really watch it properly. So it wasn't even in my like YouTube history. Like, you know how they mm-hmm. recommend stuff and whatever. So it wasn't really there, but. I don't know how it showed up on my Facebook one sec. Like I was just randomly scrolling through videos and it came up and... It's because your, your um, YouTube recommendations are filled with WAT network videos, isn't it? Cause you no, watch it's actually mostly just filled with Barbolympics. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. Man, you brought it up at the wrong time. We don't have time to... I know! You should also watch Goma, watch Marble Olympics. It's basically Olympics with marbles. It's amazing. Yeah. Like it sounds really stupid, but, but it really also incredible. sounds really intriguing, I'm sure. Yeah. And everyone should check it out because it's amazing. And I will tell you this. I feel like there's more competition between marbles than sometimes you haven't seen real sports. Yeah. It's honestly really intense. Like you'd expect it to be kind of boring or like slow or whatever, but it is really intense. And like the first time I watched it, it seemed like a stupid idea, but I got into it immediately. And I've had the same experience with like three or four other people, yeah. like they're my friends, like I just randomly talked about it and I played one episode and then we ended up watching like five in a row because everyone just got so into it and they immediately like picked teams and yeah yeah we shouldn't get into this right now because we're not going to stop but yeah but I'll even put a link to that because I feel like everyone should go watch it and if you don't support the Savage Speeders then you're actually really stupid Savage Speeders fucking suck they they actually do everyone hates Savage Speeders yeah because they're pieces of shit but I mean Omoy has a dumber team. Who supports Team Primary? Team Primary, I know, yo. Yeah, like, what the hell? Omoy. Who's, who's, yeah, Omoy, get your life together. Seriously. Yeah. We need to have an intervention for him. I know. Yeah. What the hell? He needs to figure his life out. Okay, I'll put links. To Raspberry you. Racers. Yeah. They suck. They, they really suck as well. But yeah, you should definitely watch Marble Olympics. Yeah. I'll put, the, I'll put a... The thing is, I can't put a race because it's too long. I wonder if there's something I can put. I mean, you could just... Plug the, like, just put yeah. their handles, because they're on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, yeah. and everything. You just I'll put there. a race down in the description. Yeah. Okay. We can end it. Okay, See cool. You. This goodbye. was fun. Yeah. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. Say it with more enthusiasm. Like, be like, bye. It's fine. Whatever. I'm going to end it before this gets embarrassing. <laughs>